Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. So... I guess Moses would be starting to build the ark right about now, eh? Yeah. Or Abraham or <laughs> Malcolm. What's his name? Noah. Noah! Damn it. <laughs> I was trying you, to remember. You had me confused. I'm like, <laughs> no, Mar- Moses po- uh, parted the Red Sea. I was yeah. trying to remember the uh, Steve Carell movie. Evan Almighty. <laughs> That's who builds the ark. Remember that one? <laughs> All right. He's busy, eh? Yeah. yeah. I think wow. we got enough rain for a little bit. Yeah. Better get that ark ready. <laughs> Two of every animal. Yeah. Don't forget the mosquitoes. And then you look at the no. forecast and it's still just rain, 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 yeah. rain. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, it's Biff Naked's birthday today. Now, if you go online and you search for how old Biff Naked might be, you might struggle to find that. She's 51. 51? I'll look at you. If you're Lachlan and you went online searching for <laughs> how old Biff it. Naked would be. <laughs> I knew she was about my age. Yeah. A couple of times I've been around her, she's flirted with me too. Eh? <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Same age. Yeah, same age. Anyway, uh, our buddy Adam Scorgi is working on a documentary with her. She's yeah. got an interesting story. Yeah, she does. She really does. Anyway, um, I guess you were chatting with him yesterday on social media or something? Because well, he posted that he was doing the documentary and I said, hey, if you want to include our version of her song <laughs> in your movie, you're welcome to. <laughs> so he said, send it to me. Send it. All right. Well, maybe we'll tag him on our podcast today. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is our version of one of Biff's hits. Total creep love, but he's got goals, so don't be a blocker. Cause he's nearly there and he's feeling pretty primed. He's got the tools, he's got the time. Gonna get it up and out to fall. Jimmy touched himself today, just like yesterday. It's cool, he's raw, but it helps the skin from play. Jimmy touched himself today, just like every day. Averaging four or five times a day now. <laughs> you don't think they want to use that? I don't think they'll want to use that, Grant. <laughs> the Locker Room Topic of the Day. I think like most of us, we've all been rather sedentary. We haven't moved yep. around much. We haven't done a lot of, of, of trips, right? At least in this room. Well, I shouldn't say that. We went to, we went to Hungary. Yeah, he did go to Europe. Yeah, he yeah. did go to Europe at Christmas time. So I Grant guess, and I have been yeah, pretty we much. Haven't uh, done anything. Yeah, well, before that though, I'd never been to Europe, and I'm 52, and and it was a trip to go see my daughter who's dancing. And not that we need to get into that. Uh, last night, it's funny because I said to my wife, I said, "I'm going to do a topic tomorrow about people's plans for their next big trip." Yeah, and uh, so we started talking about it, and. Um, and I, I, she goes, we should, we should joke. Jokingly, she said we should go to Italy mm-hmm. around the same time that my daughter is planning on going to Italy for her honeymoon. <laughs> and then I said, because oh, she's Greek. Yeah. My, my wife's got some Greek in her. And I said, I'd rather go to Greece. And she goes, oh, my mom would love to go to Greece. And I went, can we just do a trip? We're just, just you and us. I. Not your mother-in-law Not or your daughter. Got some damn family member tagging along. Your son. Your son. No, I'm not going on that trip. Lock and she I goes, I was travel. kidding. She was like, I was kidding. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So that's the topic this morning. You guys think about what yours would be. It doesn't have to be something you're actively planning, but okay. it's something like, hey, you know, you're sitting around, you're having dinner. Thinking about it? Yeah, yeah. I got one other than Greece, too, that I want to throw out there. Okay. That I'm very interested in. The locker room topic of the day. What's your next big trip? And we'll go around the horn before we start getting to 
any uh, texts. So you're you're going to Italy for a honeymoon? Having <laughs> <laughs> taken your mother-in-law to Greece. Where does Jimmy want to go? <laughs> Take him. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a traveler. I don't. Really he was planning some trip to Ontario for the summer yeah, for his vacation. But, but it was, but it was replaced with my uh, giant gyms tour around BC. Oh yeah, that's right. He's going on the the monster pro wrestling. He's going to stay in. People's but where houses. would you go? I mean, I mean, you don't want to go back to Oz? <laughs> no, it's the Wicked Witch isn't dead. Jeez. It, it was, it was all, all fake. Right. Where would you like to go? I'd like to go back to Jamaica. I think you might. That might be in our cards. That might yeah, be in our that future. might be in our cards. You know, you've been there, right? And it's it was awesome. And no, it's or, unbelievable. But somewhere there, like either Jamaica or the Bahamas. I'm just saying, there's or, other places around the world. Are there? Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If I'm going, if I'm going, no. <laughs> if I'm going anywhere, it's to to a sandals. I like. Well, even you if can't I had afford to for that without going yeah, on a work that's, trip. <laughs> That's no. crazy. Those, yeah, those, those are unbelievable. What is it? I think it's a couple, like five, five plus five or six thousand dollars a person. Yeah. yeah, for like a, like a week kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. worth it. Worth it though. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. We've we've talked about doing a Disney World trip at some point. Uh, okay. Yeah. Would you go to Disneyland or Disney World? Because I've been to Disney. I'd want to do Disney, Disney World. Disney World's in yeah, Florida. That's the Florida one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to go to Florida, anyways. Just see all the crazies down there. And fight a crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, our next d- trip will probably be uh, my wife and I. Um, I don't. Know. It's kind of between two things. Yeah. Kind of like a pub walking golf thing in in the UK. Okay. Like Scotland, Ireland kind of a thing. We yeah. talked about that. Um, and there's also been a conversation about Spain. There's a there's a walk in Spain that people do. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember the names escaping me. People are going to be mad at me about it, but it, it's it's got a religious. You wanted to do it for your fiftieth birthday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, COVID hit. Yeah. Um. So there's the, there's been a conversation of, about that. Yeah. Um. There's there's also a conversation about Costa Rica. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been reading about, I don't know why, there's just been a lot of conversation. I think more and more people are going there. Yeah, we just got a text from Rich who said they're headed to Costa Rica for two weeks in January. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, you go in the winter. Yeah. That's the other thing, oh, you right? Have to. Yeah. I don't understand when people go to Mexico in the summer. I'm like, why would you do that? Why yeah, would you put yourself through that? You got to save up and then escape the cold here in February. Yeah, that's the way yeah. to do it. Who who sent that? Text? Rich is going in January. Rich, let me know. Let me know how it is. I you know I mean that's obviously six months away, but I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I think that's that's in our in our future. The locker room topic of the day. Next big trip. How about this? Mike from Ontario has a trip to Edmonton planned in August. <laughs> All right, coming for the World Juniors. Okay, there you go. I bet you a lot of people are coming to town for that. Yeah, he's coming to see his son and then going to take in some World Junior games in August. Nice. Well, that's a big trip. That's a big trip. Uh, Kane is headed to New York as well. He's uh, Yeah, Kane sent me a note about New York, actually. Going next month, first time for the wife and uh, himself, so they're um, pretty excited. He was actually asking about Airbnbs. I, I think it's a bit of a... She's a bit of a crapshoot yeah. on the old Airbnbs. Rolling the, for, but you are with hotels, too. Yeah, that's when a we good went, point. When we went to New York, we stayed at a pretty sketchy hotel. <laughs> we were just outside of Chinatown. My wife was trying to get a place close, because it was a trip to go see yeah. another one of my kids. Um, and we were there for three, four days, and we got a, an Airbnb that was within walking distance from where she was. Yeah. Right? And, yeah, there was... a. Uh, we stayed. There was rats and a yeah odd staircase, and we stayed in. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Queens. We stayed. It was like it was close to the Mets baseball stadium because we were going to oh, Mets yeah? games. But it was pretty sketchy. <laughs> yeah, we felt safe though. It, yeah, New York is kind of cool. You kind of want to. I that what I said to Kane was, I don't regret the decision we made to stay where we did. Yeah, um, because we got a real. Like, you got a dose of New York. Yeah. Well, and like, you can get around so easy everywhere there. Yeah, you can get around anywhere. My, my only recommendation for New York is plan out what you want to see. 
That's a good point. Like, because there's so much to see and do, and it's so spread out that you really got to, like, plan out where you're going. And you kind of have to go to the 9-11. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Memorial. That. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's unbelievable. Yeah. We spent an afternoon there, and it, it's, um, it's, it's pretty it's, – it, it's incredible. That's, yeah. that's an experience that uh, – that, see, that I that I wouldn't want to miss out on. See, that was a trip you did to see your daughter dance, but that was a trip you did. You travel. I have traveled. That was just before COVID, actually. That was right and before. And that was the first time I'd ever been to New York. Yeah. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. Next big trip. This is cool. Uh, Tanya said, every November, my husband and I go to Puerto Vallarta to play in a slow pitch tournament. What? Uh, this will be our fifth year going. It's amazing to get getting to play with and against the people down there. Their skill is amazing, and they're so friendly. I was reading an article. Uh, that's a very cool that's trip. That's a cool trip. A lot of people are going to Mexico. Um, mm. California has become unlivable for tax yeah. reasons and like a lot of situations, right? And people are finding these like safe sort of little... Areas in areas, Mexico. and they're like taking over Mexico. <laughs> I guess there's it's been like the like hipsters are mass... driving driving out the cartel. <laughs> yeah, there's been a mass exodus. Seriously. Yeah, and people can work remotely now. Yeah, you know, like if, if, can you imagine? Let's say you had that job, you had that flexibility. I, I know a couple of people. We that might are... be able to talk the boss into it. <laughs> can I do the show from Mexico? What's the time difference? We'll leave Jimmy in the den of sadness. Yeah, Jimmy can come in every morning and run the board for us. Drunk. <laughs> you can you can go wherever your daughters are living. You can follow them around. You can run the board from a from you can, our laptop. Yeah, we don't even need that. But you don't even I need like that the anymore. idea of Jimmy still being here. Still being here. <laughs> just in case. Just a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah, but him running the, running it from there. Remember what happened the last time? I we just about went off air. Yeah, that'll happen. There's some Things to work out, but occasional fire here and there. No biggie. The locker room topic of the day. What's your next big trip? Um, one thing about traveling. So Jason Lazat said, I like doing repeat trips. You will eliminate any of the unforeseen. Learn from your previous experience. More time to relax once you're there. And of course, if you're exploring, then you can make it different. Because we were kind of like, Jimmy was like, I'd go to Jamaica. And we're like, well, I've been there three times. Yeah, four times. Like this is a dream. You can go anywhere, but I've only been there twice. You guys went without oh, me and <laughs> oh, left me okay. here the first time. I'm sure, we get that out there, everybody. Let's get that yeah, out you there. guys left me here in minus thirty six. <laughs> yeah, and it was our decision. Yes. Grant and I got together. We said, and we hey, said, you know what? Hey, we need to. It didn't have anything to do with the fact. That at one point at the beginning of this show, they may have been hiding you from people in oh, the is that, head office. Is that why I was uh, lower so than minimum if, wage? Maybe if the midget showed up on a trip. Hey, I could have I could have come as Grant's plus one. At what point? Nope. At what point did uh, did we start telling people outside of Edmonton that he was actually Jimmy on was the show? on the show and not just a street teamer? <laughs> It took a couple years. I think it was about a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Next big trip. Christy uh, said it's, it's a little ways away, but um, November 2023, her and her spouse are going to see their first Formula One race in Vegas. Oh, wow. That would be cool. I'm not a race fan, no, but I would but, love to see that. You know what? I don't think you need to be a big fan of different sporting events to appreciate a major event yeah. in any sport. Plus, right? like a race. I mean, yeah, I think that would get the blood pumping. I've know. been to, a, like, not huge races, but I've been out to see that kind of stuff. And I'm not a big car guy either, mm -hmm. but it is, it's exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's fantastic. And then Dennis is going to Big Valley Jamboree. There you go. <laughs> big and Valley. That, but that's a party. She's a party, <laughs> that one there. <laughs> I did that one year when our band opened up. We we were playing the beer gardens. Yeah. And we did like You guys were in a Garth Brooks cover band. It was not a Garth Brooks cover band. <laughs> you need a gritty dirt band. The Eddie Van Whalens. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that was a fun weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We uh playing we took a trailer gardens. out there and yeah, just spent the I think we showed up Thursday at like as soon as the gates opened up and uh, you don't shower and you 
you drink the whole weekend. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You've been hearing a lot about the delays at airports, right? Oh, yeah. And one of the bigger issues is um, staffing. Yeah. And, and that's can, worldwide, too. Yeah, yeah you can blame yeah. it on Justin if you want. I blame everything on him anyway. There was that uh, video of Ryan Whitney um, yeah. that went viral when he was coming home. Going home from Edmonton, got stuck in Toronto Airport, Pearson. And can I say this out loud? Ryan Whitney from Spittin' Chicklets <laughs> d- is not the reason the mandates were lifted. Okay? <laughs> For the love of God. <sighs> anyway, a lot of things changed during COVID. People reevaluated their lives. Maybe they were doing something they didn't want. Maybe they retired early. And we are seeing the results of that two-year weirdness, mm-hmm. two-plus years of weirdness. We're seeing the results of it, the impact of it, at almost every level of our lives, it work, work-wise, work right? Yeah. Um, people had jobs they didn't want anymore, mm-hmm. and they quit. And they moved on. They found, oh, maybe I can actually take some time to do what I want to do now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's an opportunity. We, we were just talking about California and people, mass exodus from California to Mexico. Yeah. People are working remotely People are like, now. oh, I can work from wherever I want. I'm going to Mexico. Remember the beginning of the pandemic when we thought that the, the work from home thing was going to be awful? Some people loved it. Everyone loved it for, for the most part, yeah. We're looking at a situation now where people are like, they're throwing ultimatums at their bosses. If you make me come back to work, yeah. I'm quitting. Right? Like there is ha- that a lot of that is happening. Now, the travel industry took it in the hoop. Mm-hmm. Like they took it hard uh, for whatever reason. Think about it. I mean, you go away on you, you, you take a Serb check or whatever, yeah. and you're, you're at home for three, four, five, six months. Do you want to go back and throw bags into the bottom of a plane? Probably not. Probably not. So they've got a huge issue with staffing around the airport as a whole. Mm -hmm. And then pilots was already an issue. Like this was already something that the airline industry was dealing with before COVID. Yeah. Check this out. Pilots pay raise. So they're, they're, they're going from 78 bucks an hour. To one hundred and forty-six dollars per per hour in one just one airline. Yeah, these are airlines that are owned by American Airlines. Yeah, like regional airlines. Yeah, so they're trying to coax some people back. I think, right? Mm-hmm. If you you know if if you decided to retire early or you decided to go do something else other than fly planes, they're they're throwing some big bucks at you. Yeah, because now it's a mass exodus to the. You know, out of these, out of our homes to go travel. And you want to travel, but you need to get there. Uh, on that note, too, um, I, I have a friend that he's a tour, like he's a promoter and he travels around. Okay. Brent, did you guys yeah. meet Brent? Oh, yeah. I know I th- Brent. Yeah, I think you met Brent. Anyway, Brent is in Germany right now, and we were chatting with him on that podcast that I do. And he's traveling around with Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. He's like the concert guy, the big wig behind the scenes. And he's saying, if you're traveling anywhere, he said, screw the conversation about domestic versus versus international. Mm-hmm. He said, you should be at the airport at least three hours before your flight. <laughs> he said, it's a gong show. And it's a gong show everywhere. Right? And it's... Like, the whole industry is being impacted right now. I'm always wicked early for the airport. Yeah. It's a dad gene in me or something. Something. I I, I like just getting there. I I get stressed out about getting through security because I've been in situations where you're in the lineup for security and you're like, I don't think I'm going to make this flight. So I always get there early and then I just can sit down and relax at Chili's. <laughs> Have a beer. When we went to my daughter's grad thing um, about a month ago in Toronto, we got to the airport. I think it was about two, two plus hours early. And we get to security and there was a lineup out of security. Mm-hmm. And I and I thought for sure we were going to be. Yeah. And we cut it close. We got through security. And then, of course, your gate is like a, another the four kilometers. Yeah. And uh, we got there and they were loading ours on. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Stressful. See, no time right? for a beer. No, t- I didn't get to go to Chili's. Yeah. That's no good. We're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is a relatively new term, right? Yeah. I yeah, think this is, is uh, pretty much a brand new thing, I believe. I have never heard of this, but I've been seeing reference to it 
over the last couple of weeks for whatever reason. So there's this group of women on TikTok. I just learned the Mor- about the, this. The Mormon? They're these Mor- Mormon women from yeah. Utah. And they do like dances and stuff. They're really attractive women and they're pretty famous on TikTok now. Yeah. And then there was this whole story. They were fighting and it, the one woman revealed that they are all soft swappers. Swappers. So soft swapping. Soft swingers. Uh, soft swapping or spa, soft swinging. So they would all basically get together. Yeah. Um, make out like husbands, wives. They would all make out, but no one would ever go all the way. No intercourse. So it wasn't a full swing. Okay. And then the, the controversy was that a couple of them went too far and whatever. But okay. yeah, soft, soft swapping or soft swinging. Well, then is there a was new thing, apparently the New York Post article. Yeah. Um, Hank and Cleo, who are a couple of forty-year-old realtors in New Jersey, and they do this. They said it saved their marriage. Okay. Um, so they started getting into soft swapping, where yeah, they would get together with other couples, make out a little, never go the, never you know. Well, see, I want to know. I want to know. Like where the line is Do you know what I mean? Yeah Like that's why I wanted to have somebody on to talk about it Because you're You're saying that they just get in and everyone You know just makes out They say sometimes they get naked They hang out naked in a hotel room together Okay But there's never any uh... (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Maybe a bit of hand stuff I don't know (laughs) Alright well here's what we'll do if anybody is into this and they're willing to share, like I said, I attempted to, to to get somebody to join us on the show this morning to talk about it, um, and we didn't get any takers. But maybe yeah. somebody listening this morning knows of this practice. Whenever we I talk some about questions. whenever we talk about this stuff, there's usually someone that comes forward. We were even yeah. talking about we had a listener text in about how him and his girlfriend make their own. Yeah, amateur porn videos. Their own videos. He sent the link. I I was reading an article and they said... Why do I always panic when he starts (laughs) talking? I'm going to say it uh, properly. It it may involve self-stimulation or uh, help. Oh, okay. See, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like... Like Grant was saying, they get in a room and they all just, everyone just makes out with each other. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm wondering if there's, you know, different levels of... I'm uh, sure they set their own boundaries, but a full swing would be like... Yeah. Woo! I don't know how to do without hand motions. This, this motion. (laughs) That's full swing. It involves a word that we're not allowed to say anymore. Swing! All right. Okay. So there you go. That's a, that's a new term. It's a new term, yeah. It might not be something that... That's, that's hit Edmonton. Maybe we're, you know, maybe we're behind on this a bit. Right? Yeah. It might be in St. Albert since you are this. Soft uh, swinging and uh, soft swappers is is what we know you're out there. Yeah. <laughs> the city of Edmonton is committed to ensuring that our lack of effort with the new innovative and hands-off mosquito abatement program is a complete success. We're now expanding the program to include a mosquito sighting tip line. Now that we're bored with the pandemic and you're no longer calling bylaw to report your neighbor's grandmother's birthday party, we encourage Edmontonians to now use the city's 311 switchboard to report the location of any and all mosquitoes you see within the city limits. You may also call to report any standing water on your neighbor's property, including pools that aren't in active use that may become a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Remember, the success of this program is entirely your responsibility, Edmonton. You're all in this together. Our 311 operators are standing by to take your call. This has been a message from the City of Edmonton. Not a real message. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. As the war in Ukraine continues, there's more and more weird stories out there. People are always speculating about why Putin is doing what he's doing. Why is he invading Ukraine? What's his reasoning? And uh, some people think, you know, he has dementia and he doesn't really know what he's doing. Um, some people theories about him. He has an army of body doubles out there. 
Um, one of the theories is that he's actually been alive for more than a century and he's immortal. Uh, he's got Parkinson's has been thrown around. He's got cancer. The list goes on and on. The myths about him kind of grow. This story might be my favorite. There's a story from some credible journalists, I might add, <laughs> that claim when Putin goes on foreign trips outside of Russia, he brings special guards with him that collect his poop and then send it back to Russia. And apparently he does this so nobody in another country can examine his poop and collect medical information on him and create a potion that would kill him. Poopler. So he does his business. Someone comes in. With a poop case. Scoops it up. Carries it back to Mother Russia. Worst carry-on luggage ever. (laughs) Right? Vladimir Pooper. Mom and Dad, exciting news. I got a job working for the president. Mm. Not an ad- I'm not an advisor. It's kind of oh, no, like no. a personal assistant bodyguard job. I carry things for him. The Grant Report is brought to you by Wild Wednesdays at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Every person that books a tour today will receive 20% off their next order at Bonanza. Book today at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. Okay, I need to know the collection process. <laughs> I'm thinking like when, he... Does he just shit in a guy's hand? I'm thinking he does it right in the suitcase. Because <laughs> if you look at the, there's always someone behind him with a, with a suitcase. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This might be an actual thing. I think um, I've heard of other like dictators doing this. Kim Jong does this apparently. Putin pooping in a suitcase when he goes to other countries and then taking it back to Russia. What can we learn from someone's poop, though? I guess we can learn if they're sick or whatnot. Medical, yeah. yeah. So he's obviously trying to hide something. I don't know if he's been doing this for a long time, but there is a rumor out there that there is a dude that follows old Poopler around and collects his dumps, right? Yeah. And we got some texts on this. So people were writing their own lines here. Yeah. Um, this I don't have a name on this texter, but they said, Mom and Dad, I got a job working for the president. The bad news is I have to start at the bottom. (laughs) They said, as you work your way up, things get a lot harder. (laughs) Hammer Hammer said, sounds like a really shit detail. Yeah. And Gene DePark said, uh, he's the number two man on the president's team. (laughs) If you look for this online, there's a video that's... They claim is one of these things. Like yeah. he walks into the bathroom and the guy. There's like six security guards that yeah. come in with him. And he's walking out and he's drying his hands like in a paper towel. And the guy that comes out with the suitcase just looks just despondent. <laughs> just he's giving up. Not happy. Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. What's your name? Uh, this is Haley. Haley. Uh, Haley, are you okay if we use your name on the air? Yep. Oh, okay. Because it's not my legal name either. <laughs> oh, okay. So Perfect. You knew to give us give us a fake name. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> not about it. This is my first rodeo. So soft swapping. Yes. Is that what it's called or is it called soft swinging? Uh, usually soft swapping. Is that something that's been around for a while? Well, I've been involved in the lifestyle for at least a decade and yeah. It's been around as long as I've been around. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're talking like where you don't go all the way. You just get together with some couples, make out a little, maybe do a little hand stuff, and then yep. stick with your own partner? Yep. Okay. How does somebody get involved in this? Like, I mean, is it something that you, like, brought up or the husband brought up or another couple or? Uh, well, it was something my husband brought up, but I grew up very in a liberal family. So it's mm. wasn't that not diff- something that was, wasn't, it wasn't that much of a stretch. <laughs> wasn't that difficult to wrap your head around it? No. Uh, all right. No. And does everybody maintain the rules? Like, for the most part? Every couple has their own rules. And generally, everyone has their own, like, definitions of what it means 
for their relationship and their, you know, their dynamic and with whoever they're with, right? Because some of us have multiple partners. Are you in a situation where there's a like a, a, a like a whole group of you? Um, well, actually, I'm in an open, ethically non-monogamous relationship. So what we would call it is a polyamorous relationship. So I do have another partner besides my husband. Who he also has another partner. Ironically, those two are married, but that's just a side point. Um, so yeah, and it there's the scope of the lifestyle is really big. It all depends on what people are looking for. I know people who don't want to know your first name, just want to get in, get done, get out. I know people who want to have you know friendships with people they play with. I know people who you know are in situations where we call it kitchen table polyamory, where we all are a family of six instead of just two couples. So it's a very deep conversation. <laughs> in your situation, um, where you and your husband both have like a boyfriend or a girlfriend, basically, would you step outside yep. of that still, or is it like basically you, your husband and your boyfriend that you stick with? Well, for me, it's just those two. But there's a theory out there that in a monogamous relationship, your partner is supposed to be 100%, give you everything you need. But in reality, not anyone can give you 100%. So I do have friends that I see, you know, in sort of a romantic thing, where, but they give, offer me something other than my husband. So my husband fills like 80% of my bucket, for lack of a better term, and then I have partners that fill the other 20. Mm. Like, my husband's not really into live music, so I go with one of my partners, and okay. it sort of just rounds out my life, so it's not all of everything I do relies on my husband. I have other friends and partners who they also put things into my life to fill my bucket. Hmm. And then there's like a bonus handy in the in the mix every once in a while. Exactly. Yep. But not all relationships, but not all relationships are romantically intimate like that. Some of them are just like intellectual connections and like other things and interests. And it's not always about hmm. the sex. If you're talking about swinging and swingers, yes, that is the point. Okay. Here's it's my sort of problem with this, scope. Haley. I don't want to throw a wrench into your 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 decision. Throw away. Here's the thing. This sounds like a lot of work. It is. <laughs> it is. Our partners live in Calgary. We right, spend well, a lot of time in the car. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. <laughs> well, that's what it comes down to is boundaries and communication. I mean, my husband and I, we say, you know, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So yeah. it sort of like opened up our communications um, about everything. Like, you wow. know, those deep, dark secrets in the back of your brain. Well, I don't have them because we've had to lay them on the table for this to work. This uh, doesn't work for everybody. It's not everyone's style and yeah. choice. And that's great, but it works. I mean, we've been with our partners for six years, so it's not like this is new. Yeah. And it, it worked. we've made it work. It is a lot of work. One question before we let you go. Are there a lot of swingers in St. Albert, or is that just a myth? Um, you'd be surprised at who are swingers. There are um, two establishments in Edmonton that a lot of people frequent, but yes, Edmonton has a fairly high population. Thank and you. And Red Deer as well. Thank you, Haley. Another question. Have nope, you been no. on Edmonton Glory Hole Tours? <laughs> No, I have not. That's no, not. A, I hear don't. about it every day. But no, I have not yet. <laughs> we can get you a, a, a special bonus code. <laughs> your bonus oh, code. Thank you. Thanks for that. I'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two for one. <laughs> on, Tuesdays. Tuesdays. on Tuesday. On oh, Tuesday. Yeah, today's Wednesday. Today's Wacky even, Wednesday. But regularly, I don't have to pay for that kind of stuff. I know where to find it. All right. Listen, Haley, I appreciate this. This is very eye-opening. It's my pleasure. I always giggle when you guys start talking about this because we're know. so clueless. Yeah, I know we're such nerds when it comes to stuff like this. Well, it's like vanilla versus non-vanilla. Yeah, that's what we call people who aren't swears, and it's sometimes oh. it's just funny. Oh yeah, no, no, we're really vanilla on this show. <laughs> Locke ah. sometimes leaves his glasses on. <laughs> All right, thanks for your time today, Haley. Drive you- safe. All right. You two have a great day. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Dad advice. So you need to text right now, Grant, some dad advice. 780-989-0957. And uh, if he picks you, you're going to walk away with what, Grant Johnson? $100 to Wilhock Beef Jerky. Oh, my God. And John Fogarty tickets.
I might go buy some of that beef jerky this weekend. I'm thinking about it. Um, anyway, the um, Milkman, the advice boom. that I have for you today, because I've been yeah, trying to beat also. the advice that you've been getting on text 780-989-0957. Now, this doesn't necessarily apply to you unless, of course, you and Mac decide to have some babies <laughs> Okay, now, here's the thing. Every once in a while, every man will find, every father will find himself in a position where they're at home with the kids by themselves, yeah. right? And if they're young, if they're between the ages of six months and 18 months, quite often, what will end up happening is they will realize that something's wrong, mm-hmm. okay? They can feel it because dad's, like mom, mom's dad's not freaking there. out, yeah. mom's gone, there's anxiety, right? And kids pick up on this, and what will happen is they'll start to cry. Yeah. And sometimes they won't stop. I learned a trick when I was with my first, and this actually works. Now, I wouldn't necessarily do this around your significant other, but it doesn't hurt them. Yeah. If they are crying and they won't stop, just hang them upside down for a second. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to shake them or anything just like that. Just upside down. Just don't hang shake them. When they're it six months old. shocks them. And they quit crying. I wonder why. I'm telling you right now, it works like a charm. Beat that advice, everybody. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. What's your name? Good morning, Cruise. My name is Rudy. How are you? Rudy, what was your dad vice for Grant? You know, being a dad, you're aware that Always something will need your attention, whether it be your body, right? You got to pay attention to your health and your body, your house, your car, and other relationships. And my advice is to put being a dad first. Being a dad, number one, you know, utilize the opportunity with your child to pay attention to your body. Model that. Model, you know, working on your house working on the car this is very important in being a dad and that is my advice you're our winner big guy they you got yourself the way we do it (laughs) fogarty tickets and also a hundred bucks off at will hawk beef jerky my friend give me a good woo another moment with dr Locke. over the last couple of years i think many of us myself included and the individuals in this room that bring you the locker room on a daily basis mm-hmm. have evaluated their drinking habits or problems. Yeah. Regardless of how you want to uh, frame it. Habit is such a funny word. <laughs> Hobby. Hobby. <laughs> and one of the things that you may or may not be aware of about our little buddy James P. White is he doesn't have a very balanced alcohol issue. He drinks pretty hard on the weekends and then has regret, remorse, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, and then um, does not drink much Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Right? Typically, you've been like, yeah, you wake up Sunday, you feel horrible. That used to be how it was. I I take Saturday off. Because usually I'm drinking heavy on a Friday. But I was going to say, I'll have now three you've... or four on, on Sunday. I had six last night. Yeah, I was going like... to say, now that you're doing this podcast, you're going to Army Chris's house and smashing 12, 13 beer on a Wednesday. Yeah. You're still binging on the weekends, though. Yeah, yeah. See, my drinking is very consistent. I drink every day, but I drink about the same amount. Monday versus Saturday, there's very little difference. Every once in a while, once every couple of months, I go on a runaway, but I don't have like a weekend. But, Let's go! Woo! But I think what it is is on the weekend, it's not that I'm drinking more, I'm drinking for longer. Like usually, <laughs> usually on like on like my drink per hour curve is still the same. It's just it's not I more. drink for a long period a longer long, period of just time. Just longer. So like if like for example, yesterday I started drinking at seven and I only drank till nine thirty. But I still but got per, six in. 
but per hour I was drinking the same amount as I do on the week on the weekend. But I start drinking at eight thirty uh, okay. and drink until two. I see what you're getting at. Okay, so the American Journal of Preventative Medicine released a um, study. And it basically suggests that I am right. Because I've been saying for years, you need to spread your drinking out. Rather than binge drink on the weekends, drink a consistent amount all week long. I've been working on that, actually. I've been increasing my weekday drinking. (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad you've been listening to me. Well, this is something that they are saying is actually the case. Binge drinkers suffer a a, a lot more health risks than people that drink consistently. Mm. If you're going to drink... It's going to be hard on your body. No matter, I'm, I'm not an idiot. I realize that booze tears, tears you a new a-hole. But it's even harder on you if you drink 12 beer on Friday and Saturday nights, and then you don't drink anything Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday kind of a thing. That That is way... If you can take those 24 beer or 48 beer and spread it out... Over the week. Rather than pounding all 48 on a Friday, Saturday. Ding, right? Yeah, I've been working on that, increasing my you know, week, weekday drinking. It's better Look for at the you. budget, too. Look at you, Jimmy. You're growing. <laughs> and now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. So the good news is... Sorry, yeah, you're supposed to start this. This is your This is more of our nerd news. <laughs> yeah, but I did... I don't know if I'd call this nerd news, but so the Joker Joker's series, they're saying that it could possibly be a musical. Oh. No, but Boo. I... Because they're in talks with Lady Gaga. To play Harley Quinn. Is that why? I, no, I, I think so what I think is what that. I read online... Some people are speculating because Joker, um, what's his name? Todd Phillips, the director, yeah, was heavily inspired by Martin, Martin Scorsese. He kind of copied, you know, Taxi Driver, and then another Martin Scorsese movie in that Joker movie, yeah, that theme and everything. And so when it came out that Joker Two could potentially be a musical, people started speculating: Is it going to be like Gangs of New York? Okay. You know, Gangs of New York, Martin Scorsese movie was a musical, kind of, I guess. Eh? Yeah, but it wasn't an annoying musical, though. But that's what they would make this. This isn't going to be Grease. Yeah, like, okay. I got chills them like it would be the Gangs of New York style. I'm assuming. But I'm also thinking because it's because of you know how they did the other Joker. So Harley Quinn actually was the Joker's psychiatrist. Then then she and then she went nuts and became Harley Quinn. She was Harley Quinzel and then she became Well that that ties into the name of the, the, the sequel, the next one, Joker Two. It's called Joker Full Ado which is a reference of a medical term for identical or similar, uh, similar medical disorders that affect two or more individuals. You know, and two people share the same delusional okay. disorder. Yeah, so yeah. Harley Quinn. I like the idea that Lady Gaga is involved oh, in yeah, this I'm with Joaquin Phoenix. But you know what I think? This is my theory, and I'll just I'll throw this out there. Yeah. When I saw this, I thought, you know what? This is one of those red herrings to get people to talk about the show. Hmm. Right? Because, I don't know, and and I guess the Gangs of New York thing is, that's an excellent way of sort of picturing it, like presenting yeah. it, but I don't know. I think it's a dumb idea to make. I don't like it. I, I hate the idea, but it, you're going to have people that are going to get pretty wound up about the idea that this is, and the other thing is, let's say it is something that they do attempt to do. It's not good. If, what, it, if it doesn't work, they're going to have to switch gears. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're getting a musical. You don't think so? No. That's my theory uh, um, on it. Fun fact, though. I think every movie Lady Gaga has been in has made you cry. Okay. Name them. A Star is Born is the only one I know of. <laughs> and I think that's the only movie she's been in. No. She was in that one about the, the designer. Oh, was she in House of Gucci? Yeah, did oh, that yeah. make you cry? I didn't watch that. <laughs> okay, because he no didn't want to cry. I didn't. <laughs> Listen, I 
Listen, I'm on the same vein as you. The only, uh, the only, uh, a star is born was that got me, man. Oh, it got me too. I cried yeah. too. So the only uh, Lady Gaga movie I've seen, I cried too. I, but, I wasn't sobbing like an. Like oh, a, I was like I was. I was. That's uh, my favorite part is Jimmy was on a date and, and the girl was making fun of him because, because was, I was crying. <laughs> Yeah, she full out. Down she over full there? out. <laughs> no, she, she called me out after because my uh, my eyes were all red. <laughs> were you crying in there? <laughs> no, no, it's just really dry. <laughs> I got I got the stuff on the popcorn in my eyes. <laughs> With Edmonton getting punted, we're back to our Wednesday routines with Bag Milk. Lots to talk about. Let's start with the video <laughs> that surfaced on the weekends. Uh, have you got any? Have you got any thoughts on that? The Connor McDavid holding really, hands with a girl. I haven't really looked at it to be honest. Uh, by all accounts, it's old, uh, years old. So I didn't really put much thought into it. Uh, the thing about it is, for me, it's just like guys have private lives. I covered the, what's going on on the ice, and for me, that they don't really align. So I haven't really thought too much about it, to be honest. I think if it's anyone other than Connor McDavid, it gets covered way more. I think, I think he gets a bit of a pass. I, I don't think it's an issue. Like it is whatever. I just think people were pr- oddly quiet about it in the sports world. I think because uh, it was Connor McDavid. Yeah. Um. Maybe, but at the same point, like we we at the network, you know, that's not just Oilers Nation across the network. We're just we stick to what's going on on the ice. Yeah, uh, it was the same thing with Austin Matthews with his troubles a few years back. We didn't have, really have too much going on until there was a, an actual uh, black and white kind of outcome on it. So yeah, I honestly didn't put too much thought into yeah. it at all. Like he's holding hands with a girl, whatever. I just thought it was interesting. There was like a lot of quiet people in this country, though. We do, we do prop up our hockey gods. <laughs> they can't do anything wrong, right? If that's, I, I made the comment yesterday. If that's Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> everyone's talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I still well, think she was. That's Ryan Reynolds, a lucky girl, you know. <laughs> I still Very think she nice. was helping him to a cab. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy was comparing it the other day. To, he was like, "I know exactly what Connor McDavid goes through in life." Yeah, we have the exact same. I, no, per, no uh, I, I private feel life. For him. I feel for him. His lack of privacy is a lot like mine. And I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, you're exactly. You have the same problems as 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 the ten million dollar a year." Connor McDavid. <laughs> hey, our lives are not private. Everybody sees our stuff. All right. It kind of made me think of, of like, I wonder if there's a bunch of the boys from the 80s who've been like, whew, they oh. got camera phones. And they <laughs> Can you covered. imagine if they had cameras, like everyone had a camera in the 80s? <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Stanley Cup predictions. We'll go around the horn. Jimmy, who's going to win? I don't know, and I the Oilers are out. I don't care who's playing, Jimmy. I have uh, the ones that beat us, and then uh, New York nope. Rangers. <laughs> Close, I do. I love that. You know what? Because like Jimmy, I'm with you. I'm not like for me, hockey is work. So yeah. when the Oilers are out, I kind of like check out a little bit and have a break so i haven't watched i didn't watch any of the other series and i don't even know if i'm gonna watch the finals at all like but to answer the question i um i don't know if tampa can three-peat but they're very very good the what I, the question i have is that their goaltending is so much better than what colorado has on the mm. other end mm-hmm. be it kemper or Francis. i don't i don't know that colorado can match vasilevsky and net but They've got a lot of guys that can score. It's going to be an interesting series. They might pry me out of the dark just to actually watch a game or two instead of just sitting well, there and watching 90 Day Fiance. So the, we'll see what happens. The three-peat, right? The potential for a three-peat. Are you going with Tampa Bay? I'm going with Tampa Bay, yeah. Are you? I don't wow. want them to. I'm so sick of Tampa Bay. but uh, The reason I would want Tampa to win, and I don't really care all that much, but is Pat Maroon. I would love yeah, to see yeah. him get a fourth straight ring. That <laughs> it's pretty crazy. phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm going for the abs. That's yeah. my pick. I'd like I mean, the idea of pick, Colorado though. losing and then Nathan McKinnon getting really upset that his teammates are having like upset sadness beers or victory cookies or whatever. I just <laughs> like the idea of that because <laughs> he's he's a health nut, right? Or something. 
Yeah, there was an interview that came out about a year ago, maybe two years ago, of one of his teammates saying he snaps if they eat candy and stuff like that. <laughs> so he's just like, can you imagine? Hardcore, hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's move on quickly to Zach Cassian. Um, there's, I mean, obviously we we need to make some changes here. We've got the goaltending issues, which we don't need to get into. Uh, but there's going to be a conversation about. Like buying a lot of people on the roster that that might not be back next year, and I think Zach would would he be leading would leading the that conversation? So the Zach Cassian is an interesting one because over his last two seasons combined, he's only put up twenty six points, and that's not great when you're making three point two five million dollars. No. So they need to find a way to clear some cap space because if you think about it, they got to sign. You know, Ryan McLeod needs a contract. What's happening with Yasapuliarvi? What's happening with Keller Yamamoto? The list kind of goes on. So there's a lot of stuff on Ken Holland's to do list that all need money to make happen. So Zach Cassian is all, is one of the guys um, that everybody's looking at. The problem is when you've only put up 26 points over the last couple of years and you're making 3.2 million, what is the trade value? Is there one? So everybody's mm-hmm. looking at buyouts as a potential for saving a little bit of money. The problem that I have there, and obviously I don't get a say in the matter, but the Oilers already have $3.4 million in dead cap space this season. They're paying Milan Lucic to play for the Flames, which quite frankly is a bargain to me because he was awful <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. They're still paying for James Neal and they've got one year left of the Andre Sakara buyout from a few years back. So they've got some... Wow. If they buy out Cassian as well, they've basically got a top six winger in just unavailable cap space sitting on their books for this season. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. There's also the fact is Duncan Keith going to play next year or is he retiring because that would free up a ton of cap space what's going on with Mike Smith is he going to retire is he going on LTIR as Elliot Friedman speculated a couple of days ago so there's going to be a weird offseason for the Oilers they've got a lot of their core members and pieces are already coming back so the bulk of the hard work is already done but how can you improve the team that lost in four games to Colorado when you don't really have a whole lot of cap space yeah, Koskinen's gone now too. So yeah, he's it done. could potentially just be Stuart Skinner on the roster if Mike Smith uh, retires. Shout out to Miko Koskinen, by the way. He got his money in the NHL, and then he's going over to Switzerland to play a beautiful country yeah. for like very low stress, a casual schedule for the next couple of years. Good for him. Yeah, he did, he did well for himself. Yeah, very well. <laughs> um, pool party. He's coming back. You I think like that's the one, one I don't know. He needs a new contract. He's a restricted free agent. But to me, it wouldn't necessarily cost a whole lot. He didn't have a great end to his year. He had a great no. start, but not a great finish. So what are they going to do with him? There's a lot of rumblings from the local sports media that they're going to move on from Yessi. I don't think that's a great idea. Like, I'm tired of the Oilers trading players when they're down in their value. Like, yeah. It'd be nice if they sold high for once. Um but I don't know. I, I I would prefer to keep them. But again, nobody's giving me a vote, even though they should. All right. There he is. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. Thank you for, you for your time, my friend. We'll talk next Wednesday. Thanks, boys. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.